Coming live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. We're excited to be here again. Thank you to Dijon um, Jernigan for being on talking about recruiting. Um, his book is When the Cheers Stop. It's maybe a good read for you. Make sure to check him out um, where books are sold. Never Had It So Good. We're excited. Um, let's get our guys in here, the professional experts. It's time for that. Um, let me welcome in my co-host, Duck Raleigh. How are you, sir? Hey, look. Still, look, still trying to uh, grasp everything we were just talking about. That, that was some good yeah. stuff, Princess. That was some good stuff, and 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 we probably, I, you know, I know that um, as we turn the new year, we'll start getting basketball in here, and I can't wait wait to ask the the ladies in basketball about Angel Reese and have a show discussing that because you know we've all had our okay, her eyelashes are too long, but that's just you know we're just being trivial. But I hate to see the success and then the downfall, and then what are they going to do now? Because they saw this coming over the summer. They saw this coming, in the, you know, once March Madness was done, and um, she was the hot commodity. And then LSU posted that, you know, Angel Reese is making more than, than Aaliyah Boston, who's played in the WNBA. Who wants to go to the WNBA? So it got ugly really quick. It got ugly really quick. Um, so I can't wait to talk about it more. But he he's a good get for sure. Thank you, Doc. I appreciate that. Um, All right. So let's keep moving on. And I I may sound stronger, but the official word is I have a cold and I don't feel good. Um, That is still the official word. Let me welcome in everybody. Um, Steve Thornton, how are you? (laughs) Can't cook tonight. Steve Thornton, how are you, sir? You sound a little bit low. Are you away from the phone on speaker? You know, you try out these new headphones and stuff. Here. Okay, it maybe it's just me. Okay. All right, Duck, do you hey, hear, you hear him clear? Oh. Yeah, he sounds like he's down in the tunnel. He's home. You in West Virginia, Steve? <laughs> no, I just took my headphones off. There okay. you go. There you go. There it is. Yeah, sometimes those headphones, and he just dropped, so he'll have to to call back in. Um, let me go ahead and get in Coach Jay Hayes. Coach Jay Hayes, how are you? I'm great, Princess. How are you this evening? Doing really good, sir. Doing really good. And on a side note, I don't want to get to Jackson Hayes is the man with, with the Lakers. Um, and I only know of him because of you, for sure. Um, <laughs> and, well, no, I knew of him at, with the um, Pelicans, but um, it's good to watch him. Congratulations. I know the family must be proud, Mr. Coach Hayes. Oh, yeah. You know, we uh, – all of our kids uh, – his his sister plays at University of Cincinnati and made the all-tournament team That's down right. in the Caribbean last week. And, you know, Jackson had a good game up in Cleveland. And uh, my his two youngest brothers, uh, they just lost in the quarterfinals uh, against Springfield, Ohio. Um, and, and, you know, the final four in Ohio. So, and, and my nephew, number three, Jewett, is early enrolling in Virginia in January. So there's a lot just going a, on uh, in my brother Just Jonathan's a family house. full. Just a family yeah. full of athletes, for sure. All right, let's get Steve Thornton back in here and, and test out his, his mic. I am How here. Are you, sir? I'm All well. Right, How are you guys? We hear you just fine. Hold on right there. Will Lewis, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. I hope everybody else is doing well and everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We did. We did. All right. Um, Ricky Porter, how are you? I missed you last week. Did you just take the Thanksgiving oh week off? Okay. <laughs> no, I, I think obviously, obviously Duck didn't want me on here because I never got anything. I thought we were annoying last week. Look. Not true, Ricky. You better check yourself. <laughs> Ricky Porter, you have my phone number. You can always double check, Ricky Porter. I I, I, I can't let you put that on the mountain near tonight. Come on, now. but you know what? Though, seriously, 
usually when I when I when I'm not on, Duck will usually text me and say, "Hey, you coming on or something." And when I didn't get that, I just figured, okay, well we we must not be on. I, I really honestly, Duck, I didn't get anything from you last week. I was too busy <laughs> fussing with with Will Lewis about <laughs> want me to gamble, trying to get me to gamble. You lost all his money. Look, so I can suspend, get suspended from the show. And then Jay Hayes started torching me over the weekend. I, I, what's going on? Hold up now, Dustin. You, you messing with, you messing with, two, you messing with two of my boys now. Duck, you messing with two of my boys. Will, Will and Jay, you know you can't say much about them, ma'am, to me. Listen, Will, so, all Will Lewis said is Duck was making all these wild predictions and horns down and all of that. And, and all Will Lewis said is we need him to put some of that USF money on the table. You know, uh, let's let's uh-oh. let's put a wager on it. That's all Will Lewis said. <laughs> we were just trying to get him to stimulate the economy. Exactly, exactly. Oh. <laughs> all right, Duck, Hayes, I you think want, that's... You want to you add to this, Jay Hayes? <laughs> well, I, all I know is I, your underdogs kept losing, and you know that's. I, I just wanted to point that out to you. That's all. I, I, I it was all in jet. Yeah, it was all in jet stuff. Okay, man. And precious, the worst thing we all said was the USFL money. They still owe us money. Anyway, yes they do. Uh, <laughs> yes man, they do. Ain't that? The I didn't truth. mean to open. I, I didn't mean to open old wounds. <laughs> you could you could thank your boy Trump for that one. They're very old, Princess. Very old. Yeah, but you could thank you could thank your boy Trump for that one. Took all our money. Well, he yep. was here in town. I should have I should have I should have addressed it with him. He was here in Columbia, yes, South Carolina. <laughs> I, I, all right, I, so I go ahead and get started. I will oh, get no, started. Sir. I'm, 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 no sir. Start out with my my homeboy, uh, Steve. Yes, but Mike, what you got for us this week? <laughs> Too much. Well, my first thing that I've got to say is we're going to start a GoFundMe page for Pat McAfee so he can get by, so he can buy a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> I really, really get tired of seeing him with his arms out. <laughs> he doesn't know how much that irritates me. The he thinks thing he looks good. good. Somebody told him he looked good. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Or he but doesn't care. I would just love to see him wear a shirt. That's all. I, I get tired of seeing his arms. Um, the other <laughs> thing is, you guys were talking about Angel Reese, so some, maybe somebody can update us and let us know what the deal is with her, because that, that was one of the things on my open mic. I'm trying to figure out where the heck she is. Um, um, and, and, I can just say this, is that the <clears throat> academic looks like probation. She Her GPA ah. uh, went below uh, a 2.0. Um, one of the other parents of one of the teams, uh, um, her teammates um, complained, and Angel Reese confronted her, um, the mom. And so there's a lot of things going on, but her GPA fell below 2.0, and there's a lot of things going on. But um, I hope she figures out that the success comes from academics and performance on the court, and then the rest of that will come too. Um, yeah. But, uh, that's where it Thanks. is right now. I appreciate okay. that. Okay. And, but outside of Pat McAfee and Angel, um, you know, Jalen Hurts is shining like new money. He sure is. You know, I, sure I won't is. ramble. I know there are other folks on the line. So, but, you know, those are some things that I found interesting. Okay. All right. Ricky Porter, open mic. What you got for us? Well, Doc, I, I was thinking about this, and um, it's nothing really bad or whatever people do what they do in this profession. You know, all of us have been in it long enough to know um, you're only as good as your last play, and we're finding out the same thing goes for coaches. And I, I just want to say something. A lot of people may not agree with me, but as a person and a human being, um, I respect this guy. I think a lot of him. Uh, obviously, as a coach for the Carolina Panthers, there's no more, but Frank Wright, is a former teammate of mine and um, just was a class guy. Don't know how he's progressed, you know, how he is. I haven't talked to him in years. But as a a backup quarterback to um, Jim Kelly, uh, just a great guy to work with and um, 
at that time when I was there, since, you know, Thurman Thomas was the starter, he, you know, he worked with Jim a lot. I worked with Frank a lot. So uh, I'm just saying good guys, don't know what's going to happen with them. Um, would like to see them, um, as we all would, um, with that new hire, some diversity there. We'll see what happens. Um, I wouldn't bank on it, but I'd like to see it, that, um, you know, they bring someone in there uh, of color. I'm just going to put it like that. Oh, uh, Will from Mike, what you got for us? Uh, yeah, more of an uh, update, I guess, on some of the uh, the hirings, um, firings, hirings, I suppose. And then, yeah, just like Rick said, Frank Wright thought he was a, a good guy and um, and a good coach, but maybe not for that situation over there. Uh, there's, it seemed like they were bumping heads both with the uh, uh, front office, you know, versus the coaches. So they, they uh, that sounds, it just sounds like a tough place to, to try to win with a rookie quarterback. Uh, but other than that, some of the hirings, like John Smith, who went from uh, uh, Oregon State to Michigan State. Um, Syracuse hires Fran Brown, who was the DB coach at uh, Georgia. Um, Texas A&M hires Mike Elko from Duke. And then uh, San Diego State now hires Sean Lewis, who was the offensive coordinator at Colorado. So just uh, the movement has begun. And, yeah, and we, are, you know, and we kind of talked about that. We knew that. OC from Colorado and possibly at DC, we're, we're going to possibly get jobs coaching right. with Dion. So it means that he end up taking his O line coach with him. So thank <laughs> you. Lucky. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully so. Yeah, he had so a tough job this year. <laughs> right. This is open mic, prison. Um, I, I think I'll just stay with what I said last night, a couple of things. The one is um, the Gamecock women basketball um, beat Mississippi Valley State 101 to 19, um, and it was just tough to watch. Um, I, I don't know if you travel across country to get a, a whooping like that. Maybe the money, the contract was pretty good. Um, and then my number one complaint is I live in Columbia, South Carolina, where we welcome a former president who has 91 felony charges, and we welcome him with open arms. Unlike Iowa, um, a shout-out to Iowa. I'm very disappointed um, to, to see him at the 50-yard line Saturday night, Clemson versus South Carolina. Those are my two things. Tim Moore, his mic is open, Duck. <clears throat> all right, Tim, you can jump in. Open mic. Yeah, all I've got to say is just keep your eye on this committee, this uh, this. College Football Selection Committee, they're getting ready to try to pull some, some shenanigans. <laughs> don't, be, don't be surprised if they try to slip a one-loss a one team in there and leave an undefeated team out. Well, I think this weekend we'll, we'll kind of it'll, – it'll solve a whole lot of stuff, or maybe it'll cause more confusion. Um, Tim, we've yeah. talked about that. So, yeah. Um, um, for sure. There won't be four but, at the end of the weekend. There won't be four <laughs> undefeated teams at the end of the weekend. I think, yeah. Nah. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. But, but Tim I doesn't like that committee at all. I don't trust the committee. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, Ricky was talking about this earlier, the Carolina situation. I just – I'm getting tired of uh, all these – billionaires that, uh, you know, buy a team and think they know about football and and uh, try to in, inflict their uh, just their desires to, you know, throw a tantrum every five minutes. Uh, the fact that David Tepper would hire a guy and fire him after 11 games <clears throat> just – doesn't sit with me real good. Uh, you know, just all these quick firings. Uh, you know, good friend of mine, Hugh Jackson, got fired at Grambling today. Uh, you know, it, 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 these people aren't given – no one's given anyone a chance to build a program. I mean, I don't know. I, it doesn't make sense to me why 
people are doing that. You know, you go look at the Oakland thing, and I know, um, or the Vegas thing, uh, McDaniel's wasn't doing a great job, but these these teams and, and schools are so dysfunctional with how they run their programs. It it, 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 it almost makes you not want to be involved in coaching. I, I don't know if uh, you guys heard, you probably didn't. Uh, then here they they ran, the, you know, they did a special about the firing of uh, Frank Wright. But it was interesting that Chris Tabor came on, who's the interim coach, who's uh, now Caldwell is advising, was very successful as a head coach himself, is advising him. And Tabor said that, you know what, uh, Daly and uh, Josh McGowan are good coaches. So I, you know, I, I I had to let them go. Yeah. I, I didn't get yeah. that. <laughs> Maybe somebody can expand wow. on that. I just, I just said, wow. And Deuce I, I Daly is supposed to be Frank. Because they're loyal yeah. to Frank, you know. Yes, I don't know. Okay. Okay. It, it, what and about not letting Steve Wilson go? Yeah, Steve Wilkes leaves, and, and nobody – when's the last time you've heard Marvin Lewis's name mentioned with one of these openings? And there's been openings for the last three years. I mean, it's just – You know, Marvin and I grew up together. I don't know that Peggy will let him coach <laughs> right now, to be honest. Right. She lets him get out of the, out of the house and, and uh, down there in Arizona at the – at uh, Arizona State, I think just to let him get out of the house. I don't think she wants him out of the house all the time. <laughs> all right. Jay, I'm going to stay right with you, Jay. So did your top five change at all you got for us? Oh, you bet. <laughs> I mean, I told you. I told you it was, you know, somebody's got to lose. These games were coming up, right? Uh, uh, and uh, now, now you know, I, I, I'm with everyone else that always says, you know, Georgia, until Georgia loses, they're still number one. Uh, you know, Michigan, I would say my number two, Washington and Florida State, they're interchangeable at three and four. And, you know, then you get into the one-loss teams from Oregon down to, to uh, Alabama. Uh, you know, it's 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 a it's a turkey shoot, and it's it's going to continue this week when when people win or lose. You know, if one of these uh, one lost teams beat uh, one of the undefeated teams, then what are you going to do? And there's right. only four teams eventually that are going to get into the playoff. Four, you know, and uh, I it, it's it's going to be a mess and. It, I, I can't recall who said it earlier, but you know, watch watch what the uh, committee does here today and, <laughs> and next week. That's all I can say. Exactly. Okay. All right. Uh, Steve, top five. Okay, I'll give you my top five. I just want to preface it by saying I understand all of the feelings regarding the coaches. But I remember this line from uh, the movie American Gangster with Denzel Washington when she asked him why did she name his club the, what, what he named it. He said, when you own something, you can call it what you want. When you own a football <laughs> team, you can do what you want to do with it. And I'm not saying that that's right because I get it. You know, everybody wants instant gratification, but you own the team, you can fire the coach. You're paying them ten, seven, eight, eight, nine, ten million dollars, fire him. But with that said, <laughs> top five, Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, and I take my pick between Oregon and Texas. I take Oregon first because they lost to a higher-ranked team. So Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, and Oregon. Okay. Uh, Ricky Porter. You know, Doc, I think I'm, I'm, we all probably pretty much the same unless someone changes after me, but I'm going with uh, Georgia number one still. Uh, Michigan, uh, definitely number two. Washington at three. Uh, Florida State at four. 
and the one loss team of, you know, Oregon at five. Okay. Uh, Princess. Well, I'm going to put Michigan, Michigan at one, Georgia two, um, Washington three, Florida State four, and Oregon five. Okay. I tell. Yeah, I've, I've got Georgia at one. I've got uh, Michigan at two, um, Florida State at three, uh, Washington at four, and I've got Oregon at five because I think um, other than Michigan, uh, Oregon has been the most consistently good team all season. And Michigan didn't, hasn't played anybody until they played Penn State. But Oregon's played a fairly competitive schedule, and they've been consistently good all season. Okay. Uh, Will? Yep, I'm about the same. I'm, I think it's fairly consistent. Uh, Georgia at one, uh, Michigan at two, uh, Washington's at three, um, Florida State's at four, and those are the undefeated. Those are the undefeated teams. Um, and uh, you know, Oregon. To me, Oregon is at five, and Oregon may be the hottest team out of this bunch. You know, hitting it at the at the right time. But yeah, Georgia, Michigan, Washington, FSU, and Oregon. With my top five with Alabama and Ohio State just hanging outside. Okay. I want to stay right with you. I want to talk a little bit about the OSU and Michigan game. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, Ohio State and uh, Michigan. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I almost had the feeling that uh, what Michigan had been doing the past couple of weeks was you know, actually building up uh, for this game. But uh, but really, they, they, they were fairly consistent. They won with uh, a couple things, you know, which are pretty traditional. One is a good running game where they just pounded the ball. They weren't fa- fancy. They were fundamental. They were good. They were sound. And they played, they played good defense. They played to their strength. They do what they, they do. You know, and they, consequently, they've got four uh, players on defense that were all Big Ten defensive players, made the all Big Ten uh, defensive player list. So that's really what, the, what showed up for them was the running game, the, the punch-in-the-mouth running game, and playing good defense. Okay, uh, Steve. Yeah, um, I, I enjoy the game a lot. The 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 comments that I'll make are number one. I felt like the first Michigan touchdown was an interception. I know everybody watched it fifty, sixty times and on the replays, but I, I really felt like the, that the guy did not have control of the ball when he crossed the goal line, and the guy took it away from him. Just my opinion. Uh, secondly, I, I don't know why you have a wide receiver like Marvin Harrison Jr. And mm-hmm. if you throw the ball 40 times, 20 of them ought to be at him. Uh, <laughs> I, I, that's, that's a gross oversimplification. I get it, and I'm being a little facetious. <laughs> but throw the ball to the man. He's the best wide re- the best player to me on the football field. And, and he, he keep throwing it at him. When they did, they had a lot of success. But, uh, you know, those are my insights, or if you want to call them insights, but those are my opinions about the football game. Uh, I thought Ohio State would win because I'm not a Jim Harbaugh fan, but uh, Michigan beat them. And uh, they beat them, as, as a gentleman before me said, they, they had a, a nice running attack. And to me that was a real difference in the game, other than not throwing the ball to Marvin Harrison, Jr. Right, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Tim? Yeah, I thought this was the first time that that Michigan, well, since Harbaugh's been there, that Michigan and Ohio State were evenly matched talent-wise. I mean, they, they, I thought it was a push talent-wise. And normally Ohio State is head and shoulders above on the talent level. I thought they were pretty even. I thought in terms of performance, Michigan outplayed them, and they showed themselves to be a better team uh, than Ohio State. I think Jay Hayes has been saying all season Ohio State's been underperforming. And um, I think they played well. Uh, this Sunday, but they, I mean, this Saturday, but they ran up against a better better ball club in Michigan. Um, in terms of enjoying the game, I didn't enjoy it, uh, only because the two running backs, the best two running backs for each team, Corum from Michigan and Henderson from Ohio State, are both from Virginia, and neither one of them went to Virginia Tech. <laughs> and, and obviously that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. Can you blame <laughs> Jay Hayes? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Tim said that the guy didn't catch the ball. All you got to do is cross the goal line, and it's a touchdown. So, okay. But 
Michigan. Oh, I thought he, he had, had it. it. All you have to do is cross the goal line, cross the plane. Just That's opinion. It. Touchdown. Uh, I thought, you know, Michigan did what they had to do. Um, they they took chances. Uh, they went for it on fourth down. Uh, they threw the halfback pass. Uh, they They played to win the game. I thought Ohio State played not to lose, and it showed. And like you say, you know, you have some weapons. You have Maserati Marv, and you throw him the ball five times. Throw it to him ten. Throw it to him eight. You know, he had 118 yards. But I I just feel um, the young coach that, that was the interim head coach did a heck of a job calling the football game. And Jesse Mentor, mm-hmm. who I've known since he was a wee lad uh, and was my neighbor when I coached at Notre Dame, uh, did a great, pretty good job uh, containing Ohio State's offense. Uh, one of the reasons Harrison had five catches is they were rolling to him. They were, they were playing cover six and rolling to wherever he was whenever they could. And that's that's something that you do when you get Good receivers. We did, you know, we used to do it to AB when I was at Cincinnati. We we did it all kind of people, and that's that's what you have to do to guys like that. Roll to the star, and and uh, just make sure you get hands on the guy. And, and they were able to do that. Now, Ohio State cut, tried to combat it by putting them in at the slot, and when they did, uh, you know, they get, were able to get involved, but they they didn't do it enough. Okay. I thought McCord didn't have his best game, and and I thought he was part of the problem. Even though he had more yards passing than McCarthy, I thought McCarthy looked a lot um, better. Um, and I, I thought Michigan was the bigger bully of the day, and they took more chances, like Jay Hayes said, and they they had more success. Um, I thought also Henderson, on the running back for Ohio State. Um, kind of went in and out and was, you know, seemed a little nicked up, went out, came back in. But Blake Corum had a had a good game. Um, Michigan was the better team or the bigger bully of the day, and um, they 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 won. Okay. Okay. Uh, you kind of broke you up, Doug. Duck. You said me, Duck. Ricky. Rick. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it real quick, Duck. It's just that um, – I think the best way, uh, I think, it, I'm not sure if it was Tim said or what, somebody said it, I, Michigan just outplayed them. I, and I'm not yeah. used to seeing a Ohio State team, you know, play like that. I just thought this this was, you know, this wasn't the year, especially with Harbaugh and what he's going through. I just didn't think Michigan would come out and outplay them like that, but they did. Um, I thought they, you know, played well enough to win, and they did what they needed to do. I think it was, it's, you know, a robbery game. It's going, it's who going to punch who in the mouth first, and who's going to react to it. And um, so basically, you know, good game. Um, I guess you know, Michigan may be a little better than I actually thought they were. So, okay, I wanted to stay right with you. What about the Washington Washington State game, Rick? Um. Well, you know what? I've, I've been surprised by Washington, believe it or not, all year. And even when we do our top five, it's sometimes, I mean, it's like when I put Oregon, even though they're playing well in Washington, it's like I'm not used to seeing them up there like that, and not, at least not recently. So it's, it kind of shakes me a little bit when I, I throw Washington in there. But, you know, they're proven that they are a legitimate team and also – you know, you you can throw all the numbers out when it's a robbery game. So, you know, Washington, Washington State for Washington pull that out. That was great for them. Okay, uh, Steve, Washington, Washington State. I I agree with what was just said. And the interesting part was um, we we talked about Ohio State and Michigan. In this game, Washington State really outplayed Washington. They had yep. more first down. They had more total plays. And the time of possession was in the favor of Washington State. 
but the only numbers that matter are the ones at the end of the game and who has the most points. So, I, and and I, I Oregon to beat Washington this weekend, and I'm a, I'm a Michael Penix Jr. fan, but uh, I, I expect Oregon to come out on top this weekend. I know we're going to talk about the conference championships, but uh, it was a good game. It was a close game, but uh, Washington found a way to win. But I do get the feeling that their their time will come. You wonder if they're going to be able to to stay undefeated and and get into that final four. I have my doubts. Okay, uh, Will. Yeah, this was a much better game than than I thought it was. I thought, you know, initially Washington would uh, kind of pull away from them, uh, but yeah, going into it, uh, it is a typical rivalry game. I mean, these guys. Again, play each other in high school, so there was no real intimidation factor um, like it would be in, in a regular season game. Um, so this game was a lot closer than I thought. Um, Panic and those guys did a nice job. The, the receiver, Odunzi, uh, I think he targeted him like 11 times uh, and then, you know, ran the uh, reverse at the end of the game to put him in field position. But uh, Washington played well enough, just well enough to win. And Wazoo, you know, really they played well enough to to win as well, but uh, you know the the good teams, the real good teams, find a way to pull it out in the end. Uh, and then, you know, just a side note on that whole deal was the kicker out there, uh, Grady Gross, who uh, kicked the game winner at the end. Uh, they finally put him on scholarship after uh, after winning the game. So good for him. Uh, Jay Hayes, get in the portals. Uh, it was an awesome game. Um, you know, I was surprised uh, that the Cougars were able to hang in there with them. Um, and like everyone said, you know, Washington just kind of ekes by in all their games. And um, I think it might be just because how they're always throwing the ball around. Uh, and the running back was a little nicked up and it's been a little nicked up the last couple of weeks. Uh, I, and I was hoping that uh uh, Sam Adams Jr. was going to get to play a little more at running back, and they never put him in the game. Uh, so I don't know if he's in the doghouse or what, but they have other running backs at, at Washington uh, to help them out. Uh, I, I I can't see them, you know, we're going to talk about it, but I just can't see them beating Oregon this week. But, you know, you know maybe they will. But. Hey, Precious? Yeah, I think everybody said, I thought Washington State outplayed them, and I was worried um, in this game. But Penix Jr. came through in the end, and then, you know, the kicker to get a scholarship in week 13. I hope he has one more year of eligibility and takes it. Um, you know, this this season is almost over. Um, but <laughs> Penix Jr. pulls it out. Um, but I agree with everybody there. Here comes the conference championship. But Rick, uh, well, Princess, Will didn't tell you the kid got a scholarship. He graduates in December. <laughs> so so then he gets two weeks. Okay. Come on. Come on, Will Lewis. Everybody needs to be ashamed of themselves. Now, you know there's no no free lunches in college football. <laughs> I still yeah, I, I that was I, like everybody else. I thought it was a good game. I was I was also surprised that Washington played them. Washington State played them as tough they, as they do. Mm-hmm. I do. I like I like this Washington team. I, I've liked them all season. They're fun to watch. And the, the fourth down call, I think it was fourth and six, where they ran the uh, the end around. Uh, that was uh, uh, I'll tell you how old I am. I call it an end around. Um, the, uh, that was a, I, I just like watching them. Uh, they worry me a little bit in terms of uh, whether their defense can hold up against some of the better teams, but I like them. Okay, let's let's stay with you, Tim. Let's get this uh, championship stuff going. Okay, uh, let me let me uh, run through the room on. Uh, let's start with the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, you know, one we've been eagerly anticipating. Um, Washington Huskies in in Oregon. Uh, it's a great game the first time around. What are you thinking, uh, Will Lewis? Yeah, I mean, really, uh, Oregon should have won it the first time. You know, I mean, if they don't go for it and they kick the field goals uh, when they're in, in in you know in field goal range that are going for it and not, not making it and then losing by the minimal. So I think Oregon really uh, should have won it the first time. 
So I'm going to go with them to get the uh, revenge win this time around. Okay. Uh, Ricky Porter, do you trust uh, Bo Nix? Um, yes and no, but I, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go with Oregon for this game. Uh, okay. It just, it's going to depend on how he comes out and plays and does, but I, I'm I'm going to go with, uh, with Oregon. Okay. Steve Thornton, you were a quarterback. Uh, uh, we've watched Bo Nix in the SEC for three years and he was sort of up and down and unreliable, but he's played well this year. What do you think? I'm thinking Oregon. And I'm thinking okay. Oregon might be big. And I trust Bo Nix now in Oregon. And Oregon has my favorite thing, speed and more speed. Speed <laughs> kick. So okay. I'm thinking Oregon. Okay. Uh, Jay Hayes, what are you thinking, Oregon and uh, Washington? Well, I my heart says Washington, but my head says Oregon. So I'll pick the Ducks. Okay. Princess, you're in SEC country. Uh, you've watched Bo Nix, uh, but he looks a little different this year. What, do you trust him? I do with Oregon. Um, Oregon's a nine-point favorite over Washington in this game, and I think they cover it. I like well, Bo that's Nix. That's a lot. Wow. That's a lot. Okay. Uh, that is for a championship game. Uh, uh, Duck, what do mm-hmm. you think of the Pac-12 uh, championship? Last Pac-12 championship. Right, uh, yeah. I'm going to go with everybody else. I think Oregon is going to probably beat them. Okay. Uh, let me stay with you, Duck. Uh, West Virginia Mountaineers, the Big 12 team. Let's look at the Big 12 championship. Uh, Texas looked great down in Tuscaloosa earlier this year, and they have looked very pedestrian since then. Um, uh, they play in the Oak State. What do you think? I'm always going home with Daniel, so that answers that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, have mercy. <laughs> okay, Ricky Porter, what do you think in uh, Oak State against uh, Texas Longhorn? I'm going horns up just because Duck said that. I'm going horns up, <laughs> and I'm going with Texas. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, Ricky. Steve, Steve Gordon, you're in Texas. What are you thinking, Texas and uh, yeah. Oak State? Horns up. And you say that Texas has been pedestrian since that time. Oklahoma State is even more pedestrian. So they're walking well, you're right. <laughs> They're walking fast. So definitely Texas. Okay. Uh, Will Lewis, what do you think of Texas and uh, Oklahoma State? Yeah, for a second there, I thought West Virginia was in this game. But then I, <laughs> that's not West Virginia. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, in, in that case, I'm going to go with Texas um, to, uh, you know, and, and Coach Sarkeesian and company to actually uh, win this. Convincingly, so Texas. Okay, Princess uh, in Tuscaloosa, Texas looked like one of the best teams in the country, but they've been kind of questionable the uh, rest of the season. What do you think? Yeah. You know, I, I thought um, injury book got them, and they didn't look as good. Um, but even now that Iris is back, they're running back towards ACL, but they they had someone to step in. But Texas is a fourteen and a half point favorite in this game. Wow. Um, I don't know if they cover that, but that's a two touchdown favorite. Um, I, I think they do win this game. I'm I'm not going horns down like duck. Something's wrong with duck, but horns up. Okay, Jay Hayes. Uh, what do you think of Texas and Oak State? Definitely Texas. Oklahoma State's been so like a yo-yo all year, and yeah. you know to get beat by. Uh, uh, South Alabama and some of the people they've gotten beaten by. I, 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 I'm surprised they're 18th in the country, uh, some of the losses they've had. Uh, and, and to lose to Central Florida like they did, I, I, I have no faith in them whatsoever. 45 to 3, they lost to, they, they did nothing. 45 to 3, yeah. they lost to UCS. Yeah. 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 That was after they beat Oklahoma. I mean, so they sleepwalk exactly. the game, but I, I just can't see them beating Texas. Okay. Uh, Jay, let me stay with you. Um, the ACC, I've been beating the drum for Florida. I know Travis is a difference maker, but I think they've got talent all over the field. Uh, they're taking on a Louisville team that took it on the chin against Kentucky in a rivalry game uh, this week. Uh, what do you think? I I I, I... I like Florida State. You know, they had a 
tough game uh, this past week against Florida. Um, but, you know, I just I just like their overall team, even though they're missing the quarterback. Uh, they have such good players everywhere else. Um, and Louisville really struggled uh, the last couple of weeks. So uh, I, I just see Florida State winning that one. Okay, Steve Thornton, uh, what are you thinking the ACC championship game? Upset special, the upset special. Watch wow. out, watch out. The prime, the mm-hmm. prime. We got these four undefeated teams, and I'll go ahead and say it. I wouldn't be surprised if all four of them lost, including Michigan. Wow. Wow. I, I'm, I'm pulling for, for – I hated that the young man messed, um, had the, the gruesome leg injury because I was pulling for Florida State. But um, I, I'm on the watch out. I, I think Louisville might pull off the upset. And I hope they do because I want all the undefeated teams to lose. <laughs> wow. Okay. Rick Porter, what are you thinking? Florida State and, uh, and a Louisville team that uh, <laughs> has shown flashes but uh, struggled last week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going with Florida State. I, I just don't think that um, as well as they've been playing this year and, um, and you know, after, I guess that's their rivalry, uh, rival Florida, after they, you know, took them out. I just believe that they, they're they primed to – they're going to be one of those teams that's in there, and I don't think uh, that's going to be one of those uh, undefeated teams that loses this week. So I'm going with Florida State. And, Princess, you, now your boyfriend Ricky said, I guess Florida is a rival. <laughs> yeah, I heard well, No, I didn't oh, mean yeah. it like that. Oh, I just yeah. meant I wasn't I, sure who their rival was. Well, that's how it you know, came thought, out. So I, I, let's I, just go I, ahead and I, break up now. I strongly apologize, Princess. You know I, hey. Listen to Tim. <laughs> See, Tim I, I'm going to get you for that with Tim. Thank you. I'm going to get you, Tim. <laughs> Princess, you know Princess I mean no harm. Princess, your boyfriend. <laughs> uh, what, what do you think? The Seminoles and Louisville. I think on paper, this still should be Florida State's game. And Louisville – um, against Kentucky just did not look good, and, and that being a rivalry game um, at the end of the season. I still don't think that Louisville, Steve Thornton talks about speed. I think Louisville has it and could disrupt um, what Florida State wants to do. If Florida can disrupt it for a half or a third quarter, so can Louisville. This is going to be a close game, and I wouldn't be surprised without Jordan Travis and a shame that he got hurt. So this could be an upset. Um, so, I'm going to pick Louisville, but Florida State should win this game. Okay. Uh, well, Lewis, uh, you know, talking about Florida State, they, you know, we know Travis is a difference maker, but the the guy Rodemaker is not bad. And it seems like his receivers are not, you know, pouting and stuff when he throws a bad pass. Or, uh, you know, they seem to be kind of cohesive with him uh, and real supportive. Uh, what are you thinking going into this championship game? Yeah, I think the uh, the backup quarterback is – um, legitimate. I mean, he lacks the you know game time experience, and, and every week that he's had to, well, the past couple of weeks when he's had a chance to play, he's gotten um, better and probably more comfortable. But that being said, the big unknown is you know uh, how do they play without the quarterback? Because the quarterback wasn't just wasn't so much with the previous quarterback with with, with Jordan. It wasn't so much always the throws and him connecting with the receivers. It was him doing things with his feet and making right. plays, you know, running the ball. So I think that that will be yeah. missing. Uh, and Louisville, um, and I think Princess said it, Louisville has the speed to compete with FSU. So I think they can match yeah. up They can match up with them. So for that reason, I'm going to go with uh, Louisville as the upset special for me. Okay, Duck, uh, did we already get you on this one? Oh, no. I'm going to go with Princess. I'd like to see FSU win, but I think Louisville – upset them. Okay. Well, let me just correct. I did not say I would like to see FSU win. Let me just be clear. I just think. (laughs) He's never going to see that. Thank you. My my bad. No, sir. Really, I thought you said you were hoping that they they would win, but you're taking Louisville. You must be in West Virginia. You can't hear well. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Duck, 
uh, what do you what are you thinking about this Big Ten thing? We got a, a pretty good Michigan team. I think we we've seen uh, you know the last couple of weeks uh, they're they're legitimate, and uh, an Iowa team that's got an outstanding defense, but they can't score. Uh, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking uh, Michigan three, Iowa nothing. Okay. <laughs> Jay Hayes, what are you thinking about the Big Ten title game, uh, Iowa and Michigan? I, I think it'll be a low-scoring game, but uh, I like Michigan to uh, outlast them uh, as it goes on. Porter, what do you think in the Big Ten championship, uh, Michigan and Iowa? Uh, I'm going with Michigan also. I, I actually, I would be surprised if after the way Michigan um, took out Ohio State if they don't win this game. So I'm going with Michigan. Yeah, Steve Thornton, uh, Harbaugh's back this week, uh, Michigan against uh, Iowa. Just for that reason, I'm rooting for Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I dislike football as much as Princess dislikes Florida State and and uh, and Miami. Okay, but it's going to be a defensive struggle. But I hope I hope Iowa wins. Like I said, I hope all of the undefeated teams lose, so the committee won't know what to do. Okay, we'll lose. What do you think in the Big Ten title game? <laughs> Yeah, man, I think we're all hoping Harbaugh doesn't screw it up. Or maybe we hope we are hoping that he does. Depends on how you feel about Michigan. But um, I don't see uh, Michigan losing uh, in this game. And, and just like you said earlier, Iowa can't score points, especially if the offensive coordinator is the head coach's son, and they just, they're going to fire him because he didn't score enough points. So you know they got problems on offense. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Michigan to, to beat these guys handily. Uh, Princess, did we get you on the Big Ten tap there? No, you didn't. Um, uh, quickly, I, I think Michigan wins, and I, I think you said it last night, and I'm going to say it again. Listen, tonight, I think they went big. I, I don't think it's just a three-point win. Um, I think Michigan takes care of them. Yeah, I, I agree, Princess, and I'll, I'll say it again. I think it's a blowout. Um, yeah. Let's. Uh, I think the one game that we missed, uh, the SEC title game, and uh, yeah, first of all, is this an elimination game? And then who do you think is going to win? Jay Hayes. I'm going to go with the upset Alabama over Georgia. Okay. You think it's an elimination game if uh, if that happens? Georgia would get in uh, possibly, most likely. Uh, you know, three years without losing a game, they should get in. See, this is why I'm watching this committee. They just make me uh, – I believe you're probably right. They'll try. Uh, Ricky Porter, uh, what do you think of the SEC championship game, Georgia and Alabama? Um, Tim, I, I'm I'm going with Georgia. I mean, for the last two or three years, almost four years, Georgia looks like the the 33rd um, NFL team. I mean, <laughs> I know that they can't play, but they, I mean, they've looked that good and been that dominant for this long, and um, they look like they they bumping right up to the the you know the NFL teams. It's the way they're playing. I know these. They're not quite there yet, but I'm just saying, and I'm being, you know, fictitious a little bit here. But uh, I really believe that um, they're going to win this game. But also something says don't count Nick Saban out. But um, if I had to put my money on, I'm going to go with Georgia. Well, Lewis, what do you think in the SEC championship game? Yeah, I'm thinking, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think even if Georgia uh, lost, I don't think it's an elimination for them. I think they maybe go from one to four. So that's where things will get to be a little bit uh, interesting with the with the committee. Uh, and it would certainly depend on, you know, Oregon-Washington game and, and uh, FSU and see who uh, was hovering around that spot. But the bottom line is I would see uh, Georgia beating Alabama in this game, and then certainly Alabama's hopes would be would be squashed. Steve Thornton, uh, Alabama and Georgia. Um, let me preface my statement by saying, didn't Michigan lose last year to TCU? And sweet home yeah. Alabama. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Princess, uh, Alabama and Georgia. Um, I'm picking Alabama um, only because – well, I don't want either one of them to win. But Georgia really has not looked good um, coming down the stretch. I didn't think they looked good against Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech 
But I'm going to pick Bama. I like Milrow. Um, and I, either way, though, your question is, you know, is this an elimination game? No, I still think they both make it if, if Alabama wins. But I'm going to pick Nick Staten as uh, Duck Raleigh would say. <laughs> okay, Duck, uh, what do you what, – I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. That's a big uh, question. <laughs> question. I'm going with Nick Staten. I'm going with Nick Staten. You think it's an elimination game? I don't care who. I'm just going with Nick Saban. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, you don't. We'll uh, start with you, uh, uh, Precious. What pro games did you watch this last weekend? Well, um, I want to make sure everybody knows that I watched the Dolphins and the Jets, and I don't know what Jets were doing um, for sure. They don't either. <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, but I also watched the Bills and the Eagles, and um, Jalen Hurts, I don't think he's 100%, but he's the real deal. And um, they were down 10, and they've been down at halftime the last four games, and I've been rooting for them to lose, and they still win. This is a good team, and they deserve that number one ranking. And, you know, 11 games in, and, and they're 10-1. and one. They are definitely the best team in the NFL. And we came into the season, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, you know, we were lauding those those quarterbacks, but I, I think Jalen Hurst is um, is is number one quarterback right now in in the NFL. AJ Hayes, um, you know, I the Steelers Bengals game I had a big interest in because uh, the new offensive coordinator for the Steelers is a guy named Eddie Faulkner, and I recruited him the University of Wisconsin. He's from my father's hometown. Uh, our families have been friends forever. Uh, Faulkner's in the Hazes. And, uh, you know, I, I, they they got over 400 yards for the first time in like 28 games. So I was really happy for Eddie. Uh, you know, they still didn't score any points, but they they got some yards. Uh, and um, uh, the Broncos just continue to amaze me. Uh, they've won yeah. five games in a row to, to score 29 points on the Browns' defense. The Browns are fading. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what's wrong with their defense. They're they're not doing too good. And, uh, you know, I I loved watching the Eagles-Bills game. It was unbelievable. Okay. Uh, Who'd you say? Ricky Porter, please. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you said me down. Yeah, um, I kind of, I'm kind of with everyone on this. Uh, I thought that uh, that Eagles Bills game was a great game to watch. Um, I'm really impressed with Jalen Hurts. I think he's an MVP candidate. Um, played very well. You know, had mixed emotions. I was in Philly's camp, and I have a lot of connections with Philly. But I actually played for Buffalo. But I, I kind of felt myself pulling for the Eagles. And um, just the way that he took them down the field, I mean, Buffalo had a chance to win that game in regulation. Josh just, you know, missed the receiving end zone. And, um, but that, his mistake, and um, Philly capitalized on it. And the way Jalen just um, put him on his shoulders and just he willed that team to win. And you can say what you want. Somebody said earlier you start naming all these other quarterbacks that everybody's given all this hype to, and, and deservedly so. But you got to give Jalen his because the kid is—he's—he's uh, he's playing well. I really enjoyed that game. Okay, uh, Tim. Yeah, I, I too watched the Jets and they just—they just drive me crazy. Um, this is a this is a really good defense, but they make them play too far too much. I mean, they're on the field too much um, because that offense is just inept. I don't know what uh, what they're doing, what Hackett is doing, not using Dalvin Cook. Uh, I, I just don't get what they're what they're about. That bothers me. But the game that everyone else mentioned, Buffalo and uh, Philly, was a tremendous football game. Uh, I thought Philly was chasing Buffalo all day. Buffalo, I really, I thought I played them. Um, and yeah. if uh, you know the receiver hadn't gone in, gone out and and the quarterback thrown the ball in, um, we might be talking about a Buffalo victory. Um, but Philly keeps winning. They find a way to win. And um, same thing against uh, Kansas City. I mean, a drop pass was the reason they didn't win. It. They didn't lose that game. 
but they win. So um, just uh, they're amazing, and and I, I do believe they probably are the best team in the league just because they're clutch, uh, and um, there's not a lot of apparent weaknesses with that team. Okay, Steve. Yeah, you know, I, I, I like the Philadelphia game, too. I mean, it's hard not to root for them. And what I like about Philadelphia more than maybe the wins and losses in Jalen Hurts is that the organization goes and gets you. Yeah. They are committed to winning, which is something I don't understand why other teams don't do, namely my Cowboys. But, uh, you know, I like that about Philadelphia. If they are stacked, they're like, hey, we're going to stack it some more. And, and, and they go out and they get guys. And when you get talented guys and, and put them in a system like Philadelphia has, they, they produce. But I watched that game, and I'm really happy for Jalen Hurts. And, by the way, he is from Texas. And the team that someone else mentioned was the Chiefs. Um, we don't talk about them a whole lot right now. But uh, keep your antenna up as the season goes on because – Patrick Mahomes will be there standing at the end to face somebody, maybe the Eagles. But uh, I watched them play too and was really happy they beat the Raiders. But uh, there you go, and the uh, the Eagles. Glad they. I was actually rooting for Buffalo because if they beat the Eagles and the Cowboys, gain a game in the East. But uh, man, was not to be. It was a good game. All right, uh, Will. Go on with it, Will. What you got? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, same. I think uh, I watched a little bit of uh, Denver and Cleveland. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and Denver's intriguing because, just like uh, Jay said, they've run off a, a few here, and now all of a sudden they're making a lot of noise. So Sean Payton is kind of earning his money. Uh, and I think uh, Russell is, uh, instead of just cooking, is, is operating under a good system and, and making plays. And most people have difficulty covering uh, Sutton, the wide receiver. That was just a matchup that he won most of the day. Uh, so, which is unusual against a, a pretty good Cleveland defense. I mean, Cleveland's pro- problems on offense, obviously, they lost Deshaun Watson and Dorian Thompson, uh, the other quarterback, and P.J. Walker. So, they really don't have a quarterback. Um, I think the uh, other game, the Chicago-Minnesota game we saw last night, um, you know, Dobbs ends up with playing pretty well earlier uh, since he's been there, but hadn't played real well, didn't play well in that game and thrown four picks and tough to overcome against a, a bad Chicago team. So that was that was disappointing for Dobbs. Um, I think the other game um, that I kind of really liked were the Ravens and the Chargers. The Ravens uh, are, are exciting always because of Lamar, but the rookie uh, Zay Flowers, who scored on the reverse to kind of put the game out of the way, is probably the most uh, – you know, it, it's tough to say he's the most exciting weapon they have because they have Lamar, but he's pretty, uh, he's pretty exciting and – I think uh, he, he'll only get better as they as they get going. And then the last game for me was New England and the New York Giants. Um, and, and that one was just kind of just bad. You know what I mean? It was just one of those bad games that you don't know who was worse, the Giants or, or the Patriots. Um, and you know, for the Patriots, how often do they fire yeah. or demote uh, Mac Jones? You know what I mean? Every week it seems like they're demoting him. So um, that one's just kind of, kind of hilarious. So that's the, that's the rundown for me. All right, Princess. Um, Duck, we had time if you wanted to do the beefing um, or not, so I'll leave that up to you. We have time. Uh, stay with you, Will. You, you're beefing. I'm making us go. <laughs> okay. The only thing I'm beefing about is, is I'm tired of the terminology push, push. It just sounds too metro <laughs> for me, man. I want it to be called the brotherly shove. It got a little, you know, it's got a little, little substance to it. So, can we stop calling it the touch push? All right. Hey, hey, if you're beefing, I'm making this go. Uh, you know, I, I guess I'm, I'm just tired of dysfunctional football teams. And I said it in the beginning. You know, now the Raiders are cutting Jason Peters, or not Jason Peters, but. Uh, Marcus, Marcus, and uh, some of the other guys. I mean, it's it's just there's always something going on with some of these teams. And you know, earlier uh, Will was talking about New England. You know, with uh, uh, 
the quarterback, you know, bringing him in and out and uh, all that stuff. And, you know, just, just dysfunction all over the place. And it's kind of like uh, Brady said, you know, um, there, there's just so much mediocrity in the NFL nowadays. It's, uh, it, it drives me crazy. So that's, that's my okay. beef. Hey, Steve, beefing or making us go? I'm doing both. I'm, I'm beefing about your boy, Pat McAfee. Get him a shirt. <laughs> and the, I'm, I'm going hmm about the Bears and Justin Fields. <laughs> He's, he's immensely talented, and I don't understand why they can't get the uh, the dominoes straightened out here. Um, I like the kid a lot. I think he's very talented. And I thought they made a, a lot of really good off-season moves, but it has not translated to, to success on the field. So, you know, and, and I won't even address Tom Brady. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to leave that one alone and, and shut up and move on. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, Ricky. You know, Duck, Duck, I'm going to make it real quick. I really don't have any beefs or make you go home this week. Only thing that I can think of right now, that, even though I'm glad Philly won, and, you know, I'm, but I'm just I'm concerned. That, well, this has always been. This doesn't include my man Will. But defensive backs, you get some of them that will come up and knock the snot out you, and then there's some that they don't want to hit. And I, I looked at that play when Jalen ran it in at the end of the game. It was two DBs right there he ran right through, and they just sure kind did. of waved their arms out. And especially the one closest to the end zone, I'm saying this is a game when it throw your body at him, take his legs out, maybe you get him before he gets crossed the goal line. <laughs> he just kind of throw his hand out there. That kind of bothers me. So, but he I just said I played with some, DB, I played with some DBs that would – would knock the snot out of you, and it's some now that would do that. But yeah, that that bothered me that play there. Please. That's all. That's my Please. beef. Why did the second? <laughs> what was that? He slid like he was sliding in the second. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Jason you saw? Did you saw what I saw, Jay? I saw. It. I thought. I, I saw it too. I saw it too. Hey Jay, I I thought he was trying to trip him. <laughs> he didn't even I try said, to do that. You're gonna trip somebody. Put your feet on him. I said, you know what? I, that one that that one bothered me a little bit. Like I said, I know some DBs that will knock you out, but uh, it's a few out there. Was I mean that was just bad, and nobody paid him much attention. I guess we did. Because it was yeah, the end I of the game, they won, whatever. Fine. Rick, I guess he didn't want to get fined. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I know when, hey, I bet that was interesting in film study this week. I'm sure somebody, somebody brought it up. That was, that was like uh, uh, Forrest Gregg. Uh, uh, Tim, Tim Lewis told me this a long time ago when he was playing for the, for the Packers. He said, Forrest Gregg said, turn on the lights. I want to look a man in the eye when I tell him he's a <laughs> Yeah, you crazy. <laughs> oh. uh, hey, hey, tell me what you got for us, Tim. You beefing or making us go? Um, I'm beefing in advance about this college football uh, committee, the, oh, the playoff committee. They, 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 I'm telling you, they're, they're trying to screw Florida State. They're going to try to leave them out. Um, and, I'm okay. And with I think that. that is, I think that is so wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, the way, the, the way they beat LSU at the beginning of the season, they took Clemson out, they took Notre Dame out. Uh, they deserve to to have a chance to play for the for the championship. And that committee, I know they're already trying to set up this situation where they either have two Big Ten teams or two SEC teams, and I'm I'm not happy with that at all. Uh, I am happy James Madison gets to go to bowl game. That makes me happy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Tim, you know SEC still has one more game. You're already assuming Tim that they're going to beat Louisville, and then oh, you, you then you're going to push. They'll beat Louisville, no problem. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And and the 76ers beat the Lakers by 44 last night. Ah. 
That's great. <laughs> See, listen to this that, man. That we did not ask you about the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, the preacher said, ah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to pray for hey, you. Hey, 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 Tim, you see now, you said that Precious jumped you now, but if Ricky would have said the NBA, oh, okay, he could do what he <laughs> wants. Okay. But go ahead. But, <laughs> but anyway, go ahead, Precious. <laughs> He's talking about the NBA. I want to talk about (laughs) Wake Forest at Notre Dame and um, the press conference this past week after Notre Dame beat him 45-7. to Dave Clawson said he was disheartened about Hartman and the big video they had planned for him. He said, here's the guy we recruited, we developed, and they are putting on a video for him. Um, We always loved him. He said, I'm like, "I, I, I can't believe they dated him for a couple of months. It can't be love. (laughs) We had him for for five years, um, and then they rented him for a season, season, so now they love him. He really went off in the press conference, and I think that's uh, – he's a little bit hurt about Sam Hartman going to Notre Dame, for sure. He still had something that he wanted to to get off his chest like Tim and and the 76ers winning 40 by 44 points. Okay. Isn't R.J. Reynolds – aren't they headquartered in Winston-Salem? I mean, there's some NIL money in North Carolina if they wanted it. Yeah, but obviously Notre Dame went after Sam Hartman in the offseason and got him, and that did not, you know, I don't guess any head coach would be pleased by that. But they had him. Sam Hartman's been in what, in college football six, seven years? Um, it's been a while. This this is it. Yeah, it's been a while. So, But that's it. That's it. <laughs> Well, I'm not touching that. All right, gentlemen, um, thank you. Uh, it's, this was a really good show. I, I appreciate everyone. Steve Thornton, um, Jay Hayes, Will Lewis, Ricky Porter, I appreciate you all um, for being on. And um, and then, you know, Duck Riley, Tim Moore, thank you so much. Thank you, you guys have a great Thanks. rest of the week. Mm-hmm. All right. Have all a good right. week. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, and, great, and, great show, guys. Great show, for sure. Um, have a great week. We'll see you tomorrow with Sports Talk with K-Walk. Um, that'll be on Wednesday, and then we're coming back with the Athlete Spotlight <laughs> on Thursday. Never had it so good. Mm-hmm.